0: Today on Better Health, I am speaking with Missy Bain, who is a board-certified health coach and a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. She helps people age healthy by creating a custom plan to fit their individual lifestyle, habits, genetics, and goals. She strongly believes that taking control of your health means taking control of your life. Tune into this episode because she has a great rundown of what it means to holistically get healthy you're listening to the better health podcast with april a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health lifestyle and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future now on to today's episode Hey, everyone. Welcome to Better Health with April. On to sh- today's show, I am talking with Missy Bain, who is a board-certified health coach and a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. And I spoke with her a few weeks ago, and I was just um, thrilled with the knowledge she has in her story, and I'm really excited for you to hear it as well. So welcome to the show, Missy. Hey, April. Thanks for having me. Alrighty, so to start us off, I would love to just know where are you from and what was your childhood and family like in regards to health?
1: <laughs> so I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Um, my grandparents were born, both born on farms and even though they worked traditional full-time jobs, they still had a working farm. So literally until the day they died, they were both just you know, working really, really hard, and they both lived into their nineties mm. and super healthy. So, gene wise, I uh, kind of left out, but they were nice. also workhorses. So, um, I would say from that perspective, we ate out of the garden probably oh, nice. you know four months of the year, and the rest of the year came from canning and freezing and mm. all of those things, which. At the time, I didn't appreciate it at all. Um, and luckily, we lived right near them. So, um, you know, I got to dig my hands into the soil, getting potatoes out of the ground and all the things that go with running a farm. Um, but, you know, I would say into my teen years, I kind of, you know, I went the junk food route, just like totally. most people you know, I love my, um, you know, Captain Crunch cereal and Froot oh, yeah. Loops and all the garbage food that I could manage. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I definitely had a balance due to, you know, my grandparents and yeah, just the availability
0: of the fresh food. That's so cool because not everyone can say that. And that is sure. it is really something to be thankful for when you look back on it all. And it's, it's crazy to think that like just being in the soil as a kid can help your microbiome as well because of the bacterias. And, um, so that's super, super cool to hear and encouraging. Um, and what then ended up getting you into the health sphere?
1: Yeah. So my daughter, my now 24 year old laughs that I used to give her these, I used to let, let her eat the macaroni and cheese with the little pop off. Oh yeah. The gross little pop off, (laughs) you know, metal thing that you'd stick in the microwave. Oh my God, I cringe. Um, (laughs) Because I didn't know that I really didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. Um, And when functional wellness kind of came onto my radar was um, after I had her, I became chronically constipated for about 15 Mm -hmm. years. So, you know, for every year for like 15 years ago, my annual gynecologist checkup and he'd say, what's up? And I'm saying, Oh, good i'm just really constipated still you know nothing's changed since last year and he would recommend some new laxative or whatever and Mm. kind of the straw that that broke the camel's back for me was when i went about year 15 and i said you know what i can't exercise i don't i feel like crap all the time Mm. i have no energy and i'm grumpy I'm always, you know, and I'm kind Mm. of like all of it, you know, all of the things. Mm -hmm. And when he wrote me a prescription for an antidepressant, that's when I knew something had to change. I was Mm -hmm. like, I am not depressed. That is not the core of my issue. And so that's when I, that coincided with me injuring my back and I was on muscle relaxers in the bed Mm -hmm. and pissed off and frustrated, (laughs) just hated the world. And I was like, I got to figure this out. So that was really my Mm -hmm. rock bottom. And that weekend I spent the entire weekend online, just ordering supplements and shakes and books and workout programs. And when I replaced my breakfast with a shake and my, you know, everything started to change for me. And I realized in hindsight that it wasn't really the shake itself, which I still drink the shake like eight years later, but, um, which I need to change up because that's probably not good, but I do love it. It changed my life. It was kind of the, you know, it's kind of a
0: special place in your heart right now.
1: (laughs) It's It's very emotional. I can't explain it, but, um, it really was what I was taking out, you know, taking out the bagels and the cereal and the milk because what I've, also realized, Mm -hmm. which labs tests have still not shown me, that Mm -hmm. I am dairy and gluten sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'm not celiac, at least testing is not telling me that, but I feel like trash when I eat gluten, so I don't eat gluten, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, Um, and it literally changed my life, and that kind of Mm -hmm. jump-started my passion for understanding more, but also sharing it with the world and the people around Mm me, and so I started, this was, you know, or let's say, um, 2012, 2011. Mm-hmm. And I started a little Facebook group of my friends cause they were like, what are you doing? What's happening? Mm-hmm. You're, something's changing. You're losing weight. Um, and so we started this little accountability group online and I was like, wait a minute, I got to figure out a way to do this. You know, at the time I was, a I had a full-time photography business that was, mm-hmm. you know, my own little baby that I was yeah. growing and, um, you know, January, February were quiet times of the year. So I would spend mm-hmm. those months just really digging into learning everything I possibly could about functional mm-hmm. medicine. And then I stumbled on the certification that I have. Um, And I knew that that was the right path for me because it really provides me with kind of a diagnostic piece that a lot of health coaching certification programs don't have. I really wanted to understand lab work, functional labs, be able to dig deeper into hormones and stool tests and all those good things. Mm -hmm. So, so that's kind of where I've been over the last, you know, 15 years or so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. And I mean, I know there are so many people like, including in my life that I know, let alone the people I don't know that go through that same cycle of like, Oh, I'm constipated or I can't sleep or I'm fatigued. And they just almost think that's just how it's going to be. This is just normal. I'm just getting older or it's just a side effect of, you know, maybe my pregnancy. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to be the end all be all. And there can be changes that can be made to reverse it and heal your body. And now look at you, you're, you're thriving and you're helping others to do the same, which it's really incredible.
1: Yeah. And I think part B of what you just said, which is spot on is I think over time, especially if things happen gradually, like mm-hmm. they kind of did for me, like I knew it was a problem, yeah. but I would just say it kind of became my new norm. And it's mm-hmm. like, you feel so bad for so long and that becomes your norm that you kind of forget what it feels like to feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes right. you don't know how bad you felt until you felt better until you feel Definitely. better. Um, and I think that happens for a lot of people too, especially as we age and we do kind of like oh, that's just aging. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just getting older. And, oh, um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You, you just so start, start, start to... making changes. Yeah. And you can yeah. start seeing. Um,
0: Definitely. Definitely. Good and are. so I would love to know, you know, because making an abrupt change is not always easy. What were some of the challenges that you faced um, starting to make those new habits and those new changes in your life?
1: Yeah. Well, the emotional part, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't discount that. I say that all the time, every day, pretty much with (laughs) everybody that I work with, because food is emotional, Mm. period. It just is, you know, Mm. we have emotions, whether it's happy emotions from our childhood or from celebrating. I mean, that's what we do when we're mm-hmm. happy. We celebrate with food. When we're unhappy, we comfort with food, <laughs> you know, and everybody is on a different spectrum as far as that goes, but it's just how we're made. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was really, really hard. But mm-hmm. when I look back at where my family was, gosh, I'm getting emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, where we all were 15 years ago, and I look at where we all are as a family now, like I've mm-hmm. changed my family's life. Like my daughter does what I do now. And I don't think that I could have said that, you know, if I hadn't mm. kind of changed my path and, right. and really, you know, ch- changed the way because now she's been diagnosed as celiac. Mm. You know, That's I haven't gotten right. that diagnosis, but it's not so, coincidence. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, my husband, his, his family history is, is chock full of illness and you know so he's so thankful every day so mm-hmm. i say it, it is difficult to make changes but when you think about when you read science and you hear mm. stories time after time mm. after time you can't deny that there's magic in in changing your lifestyle mm. um, and making shifts Totally bound effect it can
0: have. Yeah. And I'm sure you experiencing like the positive affirmations of people around you saying, hey, what are you doing? You look great. And then seeing the positive changes that are occurring in your family, that probably really was a stronghold on keeping you going and doing what you were doing. Because I mean, I'm sure there were areas where you're like, oh, like it would be much easier to do this or fall back to this and to keep going because of those affirmations was probably huge.
1: Yeah, it was. And a big part, I mean, not to say that I didn't have those days where I wanted the bagel and I wanted Mm -hmm. the pizza or, you know, the junk food that I'd grown to love. Um, But also I had little kids, you know, I had, Mm. well, preteen kids and they were like, you're not taking my goldfish. What the hell? You know, like this is (laughs) what I signed up for mom, you know? And so I would say that was a challenge, but I I do know that um, you have to do things like that. If you're on a health journey for yourself, make that mm-hmm. the priority, yeah. and then others will see the changes that you're making and the positive things are coming out of that. Mm-hmm. And so it was a process for my family. So it got to the point yeah. where I was like, I can't eat this, so I'm not going to make it. If you want to have, you know, bread with your dinner, then you need to go to the store and buy it, and you can make it. And it just kind of became a thing. I didn't. I yeah. didn't steal you know, the goldfish right away. I kind of mm. said, okay, every other shopping trip, I'll get a little bag, you know. And then Definitely. it just it, it phased out over time. Mm. Um, and as they got older, obviously it got easier too. So I think mm. the advice that I give people is don't shove your journey down other people's throat, especially mm. if they're in the house with you. You know, let them see the positive changes, you know, that you're making. Ask for support. Yeah. You know, don't tell you know, ask them not to order a pizza when you're trying to make something really healthy or whatever it might be, but ask for the support. (laughs) Um, But don't shove it down their throat and kind of get in people's faces about how they need Mm -hmm. to be doing this thing. This is
0: very personal. Oh, for sure. And then they see the positive side effects of like how you experience joy when you eat certain healthy foods, or mm-hmm. um, how you feel after you eat certain foods, and they'll they'll crave that positive um, affirmation that you are experiencing. And then they'll make that choice for theirself of like, okay, this is something I want to get on board with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And and I th- also think about like, well, you had kids and you really wanted to create a healthy environment for them by taking care of your own self. I also think about like for people like me who have not had kids yet, well, years down the road, I will eventually want to have kids. And so thinking now about the choices I make, that's going to affect the health of my future children. And if I'm able to get pregnant in the future, you know, I can't think about like, oh, I do want to get pregnant now. I'm going to start being healthy. It's like, no, you, you have to take those steps years in advance and just think about the health of your future children, if you don't have children at the moment.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's very cumulative, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I'd love to hear a little bit on your perspective in regards to symptoms. So um, you, you like to say that symptoms aren't the problem, they're a result of the problem. So can you go into a little more detail on that?
1: Yeah. So I think you know our medical system is licensed to give you, I call it a pill for an ill. Um, and that's just the way that it is. And that's the way it needs to be. And it's, you know, if I have a heart attack, I want to be able to go to the ER and get um, intervention that takes care of that acute situation, but they're not really equipped to, you know, help us manage chronic situations that aren't a band aid. You know, right. um the you know, a pill is a band-aid and those are very good to have mm-hmm. as a support as you're doing healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as a as humans, we've become sort of, <laughs> you know, it's a lot easier to get the pill and have yeah. that, you know, cholesterol decline, right. you know, and come down right. into manageable point, or you know, get the shot and have the insulin get to a balanced place. Mm-hmm. Um and I'd say that's needed and necessary, but if if you're not kind of working towards what the um, underlying you
0: know problem yes, is. is there, yeah.
1: yeah, you've got to figure out why is your body doing what it's doing and how mm-hmm. can you um, how can you support it in a way that it can heal? Because the body always mm-hmm. wants to heal. Mm-hmm. And one of the analogies I like to tell people is you know how you scratch your arm and it it, it bleeds, right? Yeah. and you, you know, um, over time it starts to scab over and it heals mm-hmm. up. Um, but if you scratch it again, it'll bleed again, mm-hmm. and it will scab, and and then it'll start to heal. The inside of our body is the exact same way. Mm-hmm. If we scab it or if we cut it, or, and that could be for me in the way of gluten and dairy, was like really scraping the insides of my gut mm-hmm. and tearing everything apart. Um, and my body wanted to heal. I had to take away what was creating the issue for my body. And when I did Mm -hmm. that, it was able to heal. Um, And the cool thing is, you know, 10 years later, like Mm -hmm. I can, I I have one place that I can go out to dinner and have it's a really like wood iron or Uh, wood fired pizza, Um, a really cool environment. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just atmosphere is really cool and chill. And it's just kind of my happy place. So once a month I'll go there and I'll get, you know, they have a, um, like caramelized onion pizza, oh, and it's, my gosh. It's, it's my splurge, and I know yes. that I'm not depriving myself of, you know, the junk food that you know I once enjoyed, but it, yeah. I can do it in, um, in small amounts. And so, yeah. So I mean, if if you've got health symptoms, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of times we like to say, well, it's genetic. You know, mm-hmm. my mom has this, or my dad has that, mm-hmm. and that is part of the equation, 100. Mm-hmm. But we can kind of decide if yeah. those genes are turned on totally. or if they're not the so genetics of it all.
0: Yeah. 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 So. yeah. That's so cool. And I think about like, you know, how people are often prescribed pills because they have high cholesterol. And I think about like birth control. Oh, a woman might be experiencing an irregular cycle. Oh, well, and it was, it happened for me. I was experiencing an irregular cycle and right away I was just prescribed. Well, go on birth control and that'll regulate it. And it's like, I'm so glad I chose not to end up doing that because it's like, it would just put a band-aid on an underlying condition an underlying problem versus like actually just getting to the root of it all. Um, and so it, yeah, it's just crazy. And then thinking about the genetics of it all, like it's not your genetic destiny. If you have it in your genes, you can essentially like turn it on and off. Um, mm-hmm. And, and also how your point of like, you do enjoy a pizza now and you can do that because you've healed. And it's not like once you like find out like that dairy just doesn't sit well with you that you can never have it again. It's like heal through that. And then eventually once you are healed and healthy, you can incorporate that like little bits every now and then and be okay and not experience side effects of it. I know that's for myself, I do the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have a new
1: client that has just found out that she's celiac and she's really upset about it. And I said, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to start talking about all the things you can have, you know, all the things that are going to support your body mm. and support your health right now. That are going to make you feel good. And I said, you know, let close your eyes and let's take yeah. away the gas and the bloating mm. and the, you know, abdominal pain that you've yeah. had. And let's, you know, kind of think about what that's going to feel like on the mm. other side. You know, it's great
0: um, impression. So I know
1: emotionally, again, emotionally it's hard. Oh, for sure. But you know, if you can kind of. Um, have a little bit of a mind shift and Mm -hmm. try to just emphasize the positive things that will happen.
0: um, Getting, getting past that hump. It's, it's always the hardest. And it's like, Oh, getting to do it. It's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Once you give in and do it, once you get over that hump, it's like, okay, wow, this is actually easier than I thought and I feel great. And you have those positive affirmations to keep you going. Um, So I would love to know, like, the people and the clients that come to you to work with you, I'm assuming you take that approach of like, okay, let's get to the root problem of it all. Who specifically comes to you and what issues may be, may be experiencing when they come to work with you?
1: Well, it really is all over the place. Last mm-hmm. year I worked with several kids and they were, mm-hmm. you know, children of people that I had worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, really it's people that realize that they don't want to take the pill. They don't want to Uh, use the band-aid any longer or maybe they're using the band-aid now but they do instinctively know that there Mm -hmm. is a root cause (laughs) and there is an underlying reason that their body is doing whatever it is doing Mm -hmm. and they want to figure it out and kind of unravel um Mm -hmm. why that is and figure out a plan to support their health Mm -hmm. long term um Mm -hmm. and so it really runs the gamut you know Um, yeah, gut gut issues, parasites, um, oh gosh, all kinds. autoimmunity. Yeah. Um, and autoimmunity can be a tough one because if we you know if somebody has lived with autoimmunity where your body mm-hmm. essentially tags um, something either in your body or something that you're putting into your body as an invader mm-hmm. and your immune system stays on chronically day in and day out for years and years and years, mm-hmm. it can be really hard to kind of turn that ship around. But, you know, if you're, you know, and it depends, you know, there's Mm -hmm. no cut and dry, if then kind of situation for everyone. But what I have found is that if it's been within the last few years, something new symptom wise, Mm -hmm. that usually we can figure out a way to kind of, you know, pull out the culprits, we can kind of run lab testing and figure out like what's actually happening in the body, pull Mm -hmm. out the culprits and allow the body to heal. Again, Mm -hmm. not always that cut and dry, but right right that's kind of
0: yeah Hmm. and so for someone that's like hey you know I really want to get my health aligned and I want to take these next steps to figuring out what is going on in my body because I know it's not healthy and they come to you how long does it typically take for them to start seeing results and how long is like a typical process I mean the average process I guess you could say Yeah, usually
1: three to six months, um, three months minimum. I don't work with anybody usually if it's less than that, unless Mm -hmm. there's kind of a one-off kind of thing. Um, But to see results, you really need to give it three months um, Mm -hmm. because really we do a really in-depth intake form because I need to know everything. I need to know Mm -hmm. when you felt your best. And that's (laughs) what I ask people a lot. You know, it's kind of my first question. When did you last feel your best? Mm -hmm. Um, So if it's sleep or digestion or energy, Um, you know, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. think back to a time when you felt your absolute best and what, what changes have happened Mm -hmm. in your life for a lot of women, they'll say, you know, full-time job or they'll say kids or, you know, taking care of a parent or Mm -hmm. whatever it might, usually it's, it involves other people, you know, not as much for men just because, um, that's just sort of how our culture has set Mm -hmm. them up. Yeah. Um. But, you know, i like to use that as sort of kind of the first benchmark is when did you last feel your best? Mm-hmm. And let's really kind of pull apart. Is it stress? Is it mm-hmm. food sensitivities? Is it, you know, is it some kind of like, you know, uh, organism in your, right. in your gut that, yeah, that we just sense. need to pull out?
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, just, we just need to get so rid so of So many it. have. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you know, usually we can kind of verbally kind of talk through and, and kind mm-hmm. of uncover some things before we start really um Mm -hmm. spending time and money and energy
0: into um Mm -hmm. kind of really digging down deep right right and so you know when clients like come to work with you they're they're put on track of like okay let's look at this and let's take this approach Um, when they go back home i'm sure they're probably like oh you know i'm energized i feel like i can do this but then you know certain things become overwhelming and what advice would you have for those people when they go back home to trying, you know, instill that healthy lifestyle while they are still seeing you, but when they go back home, you are not there with them. So what advice would you have for those people?
1: Well, typically for that reason, typically what I do is I'll I'll give a, a you know, a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day plan. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to rip the band-aid off and do everything all at once. I do have some personalities that want to do that, mm-hmm. and I still kind of prioritize and let them <laughs> kind of manage that, you know, that progression that pace. Um, But typically where I start is usually with food, because that's really easy. Mm Because sometimes we can pull, like my own case, we can pull out food and sleep is resolved, digestion is resolved, you know, sometimes stress, you know, anxiety can be caused by food sensitivities or food allergies. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always start there 100%. -hmm. And it usually involves some type of elimination, Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, kind of figuring out what might be the kind of the underlying culprit. Um, yeah. Because people will say, well, I've tried to cut out gluten. Mm-hmm. Well, but you still had the gluten-free products and you still had, you know, kind of some other things mm-hmm. in place that might be cross-reacting and mm-hmm. causing some issues. Um, so usually, you know, it just kind of depends what they've tried, what they're willing to try. So I don't dictate and say, this is your plan and you've got to do it. I sit mm-hmm. we talk through and say, tell me what's realistic based mm-hmm. on your life, You know, I recently worked with somebody who, I mean, her mother was sick. She was going back to school, getting her PhD. She had a full-time job Mm -hmm. and a family. And it was like, okay, we got to go really slow, low and slow for her. You're like, we (laughs) got to take it really slow at her her pace, what she Mm -hmm. can do. And so we basically came up with her priorities of things that she could handle, Mm -hmm. you know, in
0: the season of life. Right. Yeah. That's, that's really great to know. It's like, it's okay to go at a slower pace um, because not everyone is the same, obviously. And we all have different experiences, circumstances, um, life going on behind the scenes that will affect it as well. Um, And it's just having grace in that, in those types of situations and having you to keep them accountable is I know um, I'm sure amazing as well. Um, And thinking about like, your situation and your past experience, because obviously like you were able to pull yourself out of that unhealthy lifestyle and heal your body. So you've done it before and now you're doing it with clients. Like when you started making those shifts and you started researching a lot, um, sometimes because people like to do their homework before they actually make the next steps. What advice would you give for those types of people where they're like, well, I just want to you know, kind of research a little bit more because that's what you did. What, what would you say for that?
1: A hundred percent. Like, I, I feel like what I've always said is, you know, because I'm not licensed. So I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. I can't prescribe. I'm an educator. I want to teach mm-hmm. you. I want to empower you. And so yeah. I'm always educating my clients. In fact, the celiac client that I just had this week, um, I gave her a whole list of mm-hmm. websites, podcasts, and books. And she's not there. She um, texted me a picture of Wheat Belly. She mm-hmm. bought the book Wheat Belly
0: nice. um, by
1: Dr. Da- uh, William Davis, I think, is the author of that so. book. Yeah. Um, because I feel like when you can really understand, sort of what is happening in your body, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have something going on, Mm -hmm. understand it, feel empowered. So you, not only can you go to specialists and your doctors and say, here's what's happening. And, and here's why um, I want to do X, Y, Z. And this is why I need your support. Mm -hmm. Um, And it feels really good. It feels like, you know, that you're not just kind of sitting back and waiting to see you know, what's right. going to happen. You know, you're not going to mm-hmm. wait and see if you're going to end up with an autoimmune disease that runs in your family mm-hmm. or some other chronic
0: illness that, you know, you feel like mm-hmm. you might be um, yeah, looking at in the future. Might be in your future, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's that's really, really good to hear is like, you know, take responsibility over your health and your body. Don't just, you know, coast through and see what happens. It's like, you you have to really understand, okay, how am I feeling and how is my body reacting after I eat this or after I do that or after, you know, I talk with this person. It's like monitoring that and you you can really help your own self to heal as well.
1: Yeah, and really trusting that. You know, I think some people depending on your experience. Sometimes yeah. you don't trust, you know, yeah. like my doctor kept telling me I was fine. I was fine. Well, if he had run some tests <laughs> as, that we have access to now, yeah. we would have found out that I wasn't fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't trust my instincts. Plus I didn't have the resources that we have now. I think with the internet and the world, um, you know, technology at our disposal, I think, um, you know, we're just so much more well-equipped. You, you have to be a little more, um, particular about some of the the media that you you know Definitely. consume but
0: <laughs> um, that's
1: why I try to give my clients you know trusted resources people mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm in alignment with because if she's in, she or he is in alignment with me then hopefully they will be in alignment with the people that I know and trust and you know, look to for Right. information. Yeah, really
0: um, honing in on reliable resources is huge because you, you never know these days. And um, is it scientifically backed? What you just read? If it's not, well, you, you can't necessarily trust it all the time. So really, really good points. Um, to wrap things up, I would love to know, do you have any key takeaways that you would like to give to listeners?
1: Yeah, so one of the things, so I said, you know, when I work with clients, we we talk about the food, nutrition, um, what we can pull out. Two things, actually. Um, the first thing is pay attention to how your body responds after you eat. So I'm going through this now. I took out, I recently took out um, red peppers and cauliflower because that's pretty much what I ate all day, every day <laughs> in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, so it's no, you know, um, coincidence that my body began to create sort of a sensitivity to it mm-hmm. and so I took it out a couple of months ago and I noticed that some of the little drainage stuff in the back of mm-hmm. my throat that would happen after I would eat it kind of went away
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know what's interesting is lately I've been thinking about adding it back in but I really haven't had a craving mm-hmm. for it like I used to interesting. so really pay attention like if you if you suspect that wheat you know Gluten, mm-hmm. dairy, soy, mm-hmm. corn—any of the big offenders out there might affect you if you eat tortilla chips and you get, you know, mm-hmm. a runny, you know, runny nose or mm-hmm. your eyes water after you eat a certain, you know, vegetable. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to that and don't ignore it because mm-hmm. it probably your body's telling you something. Mm-hmm. It's whispering that something's up <laughs> and you need to pay attention. Um, and the other thing that I like to kind of throw out there, and we can talk about this on another podcast maybe, is we need to stop eating all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You know, we were created ancestrally. Our bodies were made to uh, withstand feast and famine. Now we mm-hmm. don't have to do that in our world as we know it now, mm-hmm. but even 50 years ago we mm-hmm. were not eating all day like we mm-hmm. do now, you know, and I, I know where this all began and there's a reason for it. And we could yeah. go, we could have a whole show on that probably. <laughs> but, um you know, the fact that, you know, intermittent fasting, people are calling it a fad. It's not a fad. Mm -hmm. It's the way our bodies really were truly made. And intermittent Mm -hmm. fasting doesn't mean that you have to fast for 20 hours a day, it could be 12. You Mm -hmm. know, instead of, you know, eating right before you go to bed, and eating as soon as you get up, and you really only give yourself Mm -hmm. your body like six or eight hours to do the healing and the repair and all the wonderful things that it does while we're sleeping, give it a little extra time and see how your body responds. I have so many Mm. people that will say, you know what, I'm really not hungry when I wake up, but I've been told to eat breakfast or Mm. I have to eat breakfast before I head out the door to work. Um, And so I can't tell you how many people have made huge changes just by shifting breakfast a couple hours and giving their bodies a little more time um, Mm. to kind of do that healing and repair and balance blood sugar and insulin and all the things that happen when we're not eating food all the time (laughs) definitely
0: yeah Yeah. so I get pretty excited about that so I love that and we are definitely going to schedule something for another episode because I love the thought of ancestral eating I it's something that fascinates me I've looked into it and I I think there's a lot of um, good stuff to take away from that and fasting man intermittent fasting is key. Like I feel so amazing when I do it. Like I I try to shoot for 16 hours, but you know, at at the best I want to at least have 12 hours. And it it is crazy how it really does reset your body, your gut, your mind. And it, it gives your body a chance to like clear out any inflammation. So then you're restarted for the next day or the next, whatever the next time.
1: Yeah. There's so much research we have now. There's so much data that we have that um, for not just type two diabetes, but just overall metabolic health and long-term wellness. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crucial. So yeah, we'll, we'll get back together again. <laughs>
0: that sounds amazing, Missy. <laughs> so now we dive into the heart of all of this with our rapid fire questions. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> so who is the most influential woman in your life? And they could be living or they could have passed already.
1: Oh, without a doubt, my grandmother. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's not with us anymore, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah, she was my heart and soul. Hundred percent. That's awesome. I love my grandmothers too. <laughs> and what is your favorite food?
1: Oh, does it have to be healthy?
0: You can you can do it, whatever you like. You can say healthy, unhealthy, just one food. I'm open Actually, to
1: it. You. you know what? Right now, my favorite food is grass fed steak. Oh. I clearly have some deficiencies of some sort going on. <laughs> I don't know if it's an iron thing or what, weapon. Um, that is just like tasting so good mm. to me right now. Mm. Um, if if I'm going sort of on the junk food thing, it's probably my you know caramelized onion pizza that I have. Oh gosh! Sometimes they put bacon on it, so
0: yeah. It's I mean, really it's good. it's still quality though. It's not like it's a frozen oh, yeah. pizza, so no, no, that's no, no. that's it's huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, I enjoy was... it. Sometimes I don't feel so great,
1: and then I'm like, okay, we'll wait till next month to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: And our bodies are yeah. adaptable too. Where it's like it's kind of sometimes good to put that little bit of stress in your body. Because, you yeah. know, your body can get into the habit of every daily routine. So um, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you a past, present, or future thinker? Uh, usually future. Mm. Yeah. That's, Sometimes that's, too much. <laughs> <yeah>. Oh, 100%.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, what is your favorite travel destination or a dream destination?
1: Um, my favorite travel destination is to a quiet lake. Mm. we have one here that we used to go to every year and we had a place there so it's just quiet you can hear the birds singing the boats you
0: know in the distance Mm. and Um, yeah and when it's a calm evening just the stillness of the water I'm sure it's beautiful Mm. yeah yeah if you had unlimited yeah if you had unlimited funds what health gadgets or tools would you end up buying
1: Ooh, well, I just started um, last week with a a continuous glucose monitor. Oh my goodness. That's on my list for sure. So I've been playing around with that. Um, I think I would figure out a way to to do that all the time. Yeah. Um, Probably not with this thing stuck in my arm because it's kind of annoying. (laughs) um, Yeah. Some way to kind of like really biohack Mm. where, where I am blood, sugar, insulin, but just because I am such a fan of intermittent fasting. Yeah. And the, the reason that I'm doing it really is my whole food sensitivity thing and trying to mm-hmm. figure out like what what's giving me issues right now.
0: Right. Yeah. I, that's definitely on my list and I'm within the next month or so I'll be purchasing one and it's, I'm so excited to see, you know, how does my body actually respond when yeah. I eat this or that? And so that's mm-hmm. super awesome that you've been into that as well. Um, and then how can listeners connect with you, Missy?
1: So I'm in social land as Missy Bain, B-A-N-E, sometimes with an FDNP, which is my certification. Sometimes mm. just me, sometimes a dot in between. Um, but my website is my name, MissyBane.com. Cool. And there's some freebies out there and, um, nice. just some good content. If you want to go, uh, go find it, some intermittent fasting, um, Definitely guides and that kind of stuff. So.
0: Cool. And It'll all be in the show notes, um, any okay. links to any products you have um, or freebies all in the show notes. Um, you all wanna miss it, definitely check that out. Um, so thank you so much, Missy, for being on the show. There's a lot that listeners can take away from this of, okay, like if I'm taking the next steps to you know, overall holistically healing my body and getting healthy, like this was a great starting point. I'm looking forward to talking with you in the future on, you know, even more in-depth topics like intermittent fasting or ancestral living. So um, yeah, thank you great. so much, Missy. Enjoyed it. Thanks,